There is a spiritual world and it's impacting your life, your family, and your healing all the time. We're going to learn about that world as well as how to help you overcome the demons that actually desire to block your healing. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the Be Healed Podcast, a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I am passionate about God's promise to heal you mentally, physically, emotionally, your whole life. And if you or someone you love needs healing in their life, or you desire to be used of God to bring healing to others, the Be Healed podcast is the right place. It's filled with interviews, testimonies, and teachings that are all aimed to equip you with a really strong biblical understanding of how to release God's power and anointing in your life. We're so thankful that the Beald Podcast has reached 152 countries now, and we want to thank you all for your listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. Be sure to listen all the way to the end because I'll be answering another common question about healing. And you could also submit your question about healing just by emailing us at contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org and will feature or answer your question on one of the Be Healed podcast episodes. Okay, let's get ready, and I encourage you to grab a notebook and your Bible, if you can, and take notes as we learn to overcome demonic delays in our healing. When I first learned of healing, I myself was sick and had cancer, and God, in His limitless grace and mercy, answered my prayer to learn. And not only did I learn about God's amazing promise to heal, but I learned even more importantly about God's promise to forgive me of my sin. And I learned about his promise of salvation and how to receive eternal life. Now, what many do not know is that the very same day that I learned about the gospel, I was completely healed of cancer. I mean, supernaturally delivered from it. I was completely free. But there's even more to the story. You see, the same day during the time of prayer for healing, the spiritual world was revealed in very, very real ways. Now, I'm going to leave out a bunch of the details for now, but let me say that I know without any question that the spiritual world is real. There is spiritual light and there is spiritual darkness and there are angels and there are demons and this world is influencing the natural world in ways that we're completely unaware of i mean the spiritual world is actually in many ways the real world it's it's the the world that's that's just determining so many things in the natural realm the big challenge for many concerning healing and physical or mental well-being is that we're so focused on the natural realm, we don't really think about the spiritual realm. And so we're only looking uh, at this very little tiny piece of the puzzle in the natural realm. But the Bible is a spiritual book, and it's a book that contains volumes of information about the spiritual world and how that spiritual world is impacting our bodies and our prayer life. So I want to commit to you today that you're going to learn what is happening in that world, how the spiritual world is affecting your healing and your prayer life, and how to overcome demonic delay. In fact, I'm going to go over five things 
that you can do to overcome the delays that are happening uh, because of resistance in the spiritual world. Now, in part one of this series of what to do when healing isn't immediate, we covered the reality that not all healing happens instantaneously. And we also discussed that it's very important to understand how to navigate through those times, um, to not be discouraged, uh, to not lose heart, and to not retreat uh, in our prayer life. We also took a look at the reality that healing really happens when we believe in prayer, that that's when the transaction actually takes place. But as we said, there's a delay sometimes in the actual manifestation or physical change that takes place. But why is it at times that we're waiting? Why is it at times that when we pray for something, the results are not immediately seen? What is happening sometimes? Well, there are a number of things that could be happening that cause a delay in an instantaneous healing. However, one of them, as we mentioned, is something happening in the spiritual world. It's something that is working against us from receiving the prayer that has already been answered. So we're going to go to the Old Testament of the Bible, to a very prophetic book known as the book of Daniel. And we're going to look at chapter 10 because God, through this chapter, in, in essence, lifts the veil between the natural and spiritual realm to help us actually see what is trying to delay or block the answer to our prayer. So let's take a look at the book of Daniel chapter 10 right now. And I'm going to read through 13 verses in the text. And I'm doing that so we can gain a kind of a picture of literally what's taking place here. Because Daniel is having a series of visions. And I want you to grab the verses we're going to focus on in their proper context. So in verse 1, it says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. The message was true, but the appointed time was long, and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. So when it says in verse 1 here that uh, it was the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, uh, Daniel would have now been in his mid to late 80s. So he's an older man uh, receiving this very deep revelation of, that God is about to show him. Okay, let's pick up verse 2 again. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Now, little break again from the text. If you've ever heard of a Daniel's fast, this is the text in the Bible that it comes from. This is a Daniel's fast. And so we're kind of getting the background of why many people go into a Daniel's fast for 21 days. All right, let's pick up the, the verse in number four. Now, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of Euphaz. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, 
his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like burnished bronze in color, and the sound of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the sound of his words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Suddenly, a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Now, I'm going to take a break from the text, and we're going to go back to the last two verses. But could you imagine this? This encounter with the presence of God? There are many who believe that this is actually a theophany, meaning it's an appearance of Jesus in the Old Testament. And there's many parallels to Daniel and the description of Jesus in Revelation. But the, the reality is that he's literally invited and drawn into the spiritual realm where he's listening and speaking to this amazing uh, presence or entity of God. And it's here that he's going to receive revelation. This isn't from a classroom. This isn't from a man's uh, will. It isn't from a man's philosophy. This is literally Daniel engaging and communing and listening and interacting in the angelic, God-filled spiritual world. Okay, so let's go back to the text and listen to what this messenger of heaven had to say to Daniel. Let's pick up the text in verse 12. It says, Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Wow, this is very amazing information, because the message to Daniel was that his prayer was heard, and it was answered. From the first day that Daniel sought God, from the day that Daniel began to pray, he was heard. He was answered. The, in other words, the answer was dispatched. The answer was on its way to Daniel from the first day that he began to humble himself. Now, remember, he was doing this for 21 days, which means that the answer was on its way, but hindered for 21 days. Again, it says in verse 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. I mean, think of it. God sent and dispatched the answer to Daniel. The help is on its way. 
But someone, something hindered that angel, hindered that worker, hindered the answer of the prayer of Daniel for 21 days. Now, this battle in the spiritual realm was intense. It was in the heavenlies and it was intense. And it was so intense. And this kingdom of Persia, this entity, was strong enough to hold back this messenger. And Michael, one of the chief princes, now, this is the Michael that many refer to as Michael the Archangel. But the Bible describes him as one of the chief princes, and he's known as the warrior angel. And he came and he helps that angel overcome in the spiritual realm. And now they've overcome the kingdom of Persia. And now the answer comes to Daniel. This is an amazing and wonderful unveiling of things that happen in the spiritual realm. It is confirming the teaching from last episode, episode number 90. So you can go and check that out. uh, Part two of this series that we receive the answer to our prayer when we pray, just like the angel told Daniel from the very first day that you set your heart to understand. He says, your words were heard and I've come because of your words. In other words, God sent the help. But you see, very much like it happened to Daniel, it's happening to us when we pray for something and we don't see the immediate result. It is a time to continue forward and pressing through. It is a time of continued consecration because the answer came. It was dispatched upon the first day of Daniel's prayer and seeking of God. So you may be wondering at this point, who is the prince of Persia? Who actually resisted the angel from bringing the answer to Daniel? Well, the prince of Persia in this context is actually a demonic being that was assigned to block the answer to prayer. And in the context of the text, It was assigned to the Medo-Persian Empire to influence it in a very bad way. Now, God is going to reveal to Daniel the reality that great trouble is coming to Israel, that great trouble is going to be breaking out. But it is very, very important to understand that the demonic realm was attacking the angelic realm to hold back, to delay, to hinder the answer, the revelation that Daniel is needing. So I bring this scripture to light because it's an example of the demonic realm doing its best to hinder, block, delay the answer to prayer. I mean, thank God that Daniel continued to fast. He continued to press inward. He continued to press onward until the breaking. Could you imagine it? Here's Daniel on the earth, and he's pressing in in prayer. He's believing God. He's not giving up. He's continuing to humble himself. He's continuing to move forward. He's continuing to present himself to God. He's, he's saying, God, I want to understand. He's continuously doing that on the earth. He doesn't stop. And then in the spiritual realm is this war taking place a war taking place, this resistance taking place in the spiritual realm. Could you imagine if David gave up? 
Oh, I believe that, that because David continued on the earth, that battle continued in heaven, Michael was dispatched, and they overcame that demonic hindrance, and then the angel was able to break through and give the revelation that Daniel was seeking to him. I want to tell you, we need to do the same thing. We need to be persevering. We need to take and have a heart that says, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue to persevere. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to press onward because I know that I have the answer to my prayer when I've prayed. And if there is a delay, I'm going to press through it and I am going to stand strong against it until my breakthrough comes. This is the attitude and the posture of faith. This is the attitude of a warrior in the spirit. We don't stop praying until. And I want to tell you again, too many people stop praying. They give up too quickly. They pray one, two, three, four, five times, and then they stop. I want to tell you that you pray and you receive the answer to your prayer. When you believe it, you receive it. Now, you hold that prayer. You hold that answer. You don't look left. You don't look to the right. You hold it. and You say, Lord, thank you for it. I have it. And you continue to hold the answer to your prayer until the symptoms retard, until they go away, until things change. I have a saying that sometimes I remind myself with. It says, with everything, until it's finished. You give everything. You give all your faith. You give all your power. You give all your strength. You give all your trust to the Lord until everything has shifted. Now, in the realm of healing, as you've heard me teach many times in this podcast, Jesus already died for your healing. He already provided it. Folks, the answer to your prayer for healing is already yes. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, that all the promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. We already have our yes. Jesus already suffered for our sickness. Jesus already took our infirmities. It's already a yes. But we now need to resist the devil. We need to resist the demons. We need to stand strong. We need to command them to leave. We need to resist them until they depart and flee, and the healing will flow at that time. Praise God. I want you to be encouraged that God has already said yes, but we simply need to resist the demonic realm and the power and influences of demons who are trying to hold back the healing. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We are stronger. God's word is stronger. And we are stronger and mighty in God. And our weapons, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Hallelujah. God is so good. He has equipped us. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Folks, we need to hear the counsel of Almighty God. 
Just like Daniel, a message came to him in the angelic realm. Well, a message is coming to us through the supernatural word of God. And it says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, listen, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen to verse 12. It's so clear about how it now brings out the revelation that we need to resist demons and and spiritual forces in dark places. Verse 12 of Ephesians 6. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, doesn't that sound like Daniel? Doesn't that sound like the revelation that came to Daniel? Now, let's listen to what the word tells us in verse 13. It says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. I read from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to verse 17. You see, the Bible is telling us to put on the armor of God. It's telling us to stand. It's telling us to take the shield of faith, to believe. It says it will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. My brothers and sisters and you who may be suffering right now, you must praise God. Put on the whole armor of God. You must understand that the answer to your prayer for healing is yes, but you must resist the enemy. Well. Let me give you the five things I committed to giving you to stand strong to help you do it. Number one is from James chapter four, verse seven. It says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Did you catch it? Submit to God is the first step. Submit and resist. We can't just submit. We've got to resist. And we can't just resist the devil. We must submit to God. Submission to God means that we lay everything down before him, fully receiving his word, fully listening and doing and acting upon what he has said. All right, number two, we must stand strong and remember that God is stronger. Even though there may be resistance, it doesn't matter. Our God is stronger. Listen to 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Praise God. God is in you. God is greater than the devil who is in the world. Do not fear. Do not lament. Do not be upset. Do not be discouraged. Do not be intimidated by the devil. 
God in you is greater than God who is in the world. Hallelujah. Number three, we have to hold the confession of our faith. This is from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who is promised is faithful. This is awesome. When you are resisting the enemy, even though you have your yes and you still feel pain and you're resisting the enemy until he flees, praise God, you hold fast the confession, I am healed. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. You hold fast your confession that says, Lord, I believe that you bore my sickness and carried my sorrows, as it says in Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 and 5. Praise God. You hold fast your confession. You praise God. You confess it. You, you don't shift from it. You don't let any words of doubt creep into your mouth or heart or mind. You allow that confession to flow. I am healed. I was healed. First Peter chapter 2, verse 24. It says, who himself, speaking of Jesus, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Let First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 be your confession. Let it be the words on your lips, by whose stripes you were healed, or I was healed. It's finished. It's finished. It's finished. Now you're simply resisting and overcoming the enemy, trying to hold you back from it. Remember the nation of Israel? God had given them the promised land, but it was filled with enemies that they had to overcome. And so I tell you, healing is given to you. We must just not lose heart. We must continue. Well, that's the fourth thing I want to tell you, is we must never lose heart in prayer. These are Jesus' words. He, in Luke 18, verse 1, he says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Now, that's Jesus speaking to us. That's our King, our Deliverer. That's the one who died for us. He's the one who took our sickness and disease. He's the one who does the healing. And he says, not to lose heart. Well, I don't know what greater authority there could be because there isn't anyone above Jesus in authority in the heavens and the earth. And he says, don't lose heart. My goodness, that means we shouldn't lose heart. Even if you have pain, lift your hands to heaven and say, Lord, thank you. You tell me not to lose heart because you're the one that said yes. You're the one that's done it for me. You're the one that's my healer. And you're encouraging me to continue. So I will continue. And if I have to continue 21 days, I will. If I have to continue 42 days, I will. Because that's my healing that you've given to me. Praise God. I'm going to give you the fifth one today. Oh, there's more keys to this. But I'm going to just give you the five today. It says in Luke 10, verses 17 to 19, it says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. What an encouragement 
at the end of this podcast that says that the demons are subject to us in the name of Jesus. Release the name of Jesus and command those demons to depart in the name of Jesus. They are subject to you in the authority of the name of Jesus. Listen to what Jesus says again in verse 19. He says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So receive that authority and trample on serpents and scorpions who are the demonic entities that are attacking you and holding. Let me rephrase that. Trying to hold back your healing. God has given you power over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you, but you must believe and stand in the holy name of Jesus Christ. You must release and command all that evil, command the demonic forces trying to hold things back. You must say, release me. I command you to depart from me in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When your faith and the name of Jesus Christ are joined in prayer, commanding the demons to depart from you, it will take place and you will be healed. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I intercede for everyone listening right now. In the name of Jesus, I know, God, that the demons are subject unto us through faith in your name. And so I declare in the name of Jesus for the demonic to release, for the that which is holding back their blessing to release them. I declare in the name of Jesus for you to be healed. And I declare you to be free in the name of Jesus Christ. I command all sickness to depart from your body right now in the authority, the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you that your name is mighty. I thank you, Lord, that demons are subject to us in your name, and we call it finished. So be free, and everything evil depart in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Well, I am filled with God right now. I just am so excited for those who have received healing right now. Be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged in Jesus and in the word. Boy, I feel led to tell you to listen to this at least two times, to allow those scriptures to really come into your heart and allow this revelation to really pierce through. God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is faithful. He will never deny his word. And the Lord God Almighty has already said yes to your prayer to be healed. Hallelujah. Hey, I want you to make sure that you send your question to us about healing. Maybe this episode has stimulated a question, so you can send it to contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org. But before we go, let me just answer this question briefly. Is it God's will to heal everyone? Well, hopefully you can answer that question after listening to this episode. The answer is yes, it's God's will to heal everyone. He bled for everyone on the cross. He bore the sickness for everyone on the cross. 
And it's God's will for everyone to be free from the curse of the law of sin and death and sickness. God desires for us to be well. He is a good father. And that's why we must never, ever lose heart. We must hold fast our confession. Let your faith rest upon it and be encouraged that wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you've been through, whatever you've been diagnosed with, God has already paid for your sickness and disease to be healed. So receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Again, send your question to contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org. We love you. We pray you're blessed by this teaching. I know that it's life-changing once received, believed, and acted upon. For more information about our ministry, go to gospelmissionnetwork.org and you can see other things that we're doing in addition to The Miraculous Life, our TV program. We want to invite you to get on our mailing list and be with us and receive some good free resources. So just send a text of healing, the word healing, to 94000 and we'll uh, be able to give you a free download of scriptures all about your identity in Jesus. Well, we thank God for you. We pray you're blessed. We love you. And we'll talk with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer.